I like that every week. That's good stuff. We got the audio rolling this week, so we're you not like, gonna. You sure? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been looking at it since we started. Hopefully, we didn't lose any sponsors. I don't think so. Um, no one's reached out to me yet, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we might gain some. Jessica did a good job of going. The audio quality is not very good, but the audio quality wasn't very good because I didn't hit the right button back here, and it was just on endless loop of nothing. So it we happens. had to use the iPad audio, which it wasn't happens. very good. You know, we have a limited. Uh, technology budget here and uh, <laughs> sound engineers are hard to find and i've got a whole plethora you got some of equipment back here some of which i know how to use most of which i don't well you know so you do okay you do okay we should we should introduce ourselves hello hello this is the two by two podcast i'm danny i'm harold and uh we are brought to you we are from burlington baptist church and we're brought to you today by our friends at crossfit northern kentucky and Kentucky, and Kentucky Olive, Olive, purveyors of fine oils and balsamics. Yes. I think I put purveyors in there on my own. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a different word, but I can't think of it, so I go. I say purveyor, which I think yeah. is a fancy word. I think that's pretty fancy. Yeah. Also, by our friends at Answers in Genesis. Genesis. We love you guys. We love everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. We had three awesome services, baptisms. Yeah, it's good. Singing, kids singing. And Danny was looking sharp, and uh, I'm going to send Jessica a picture. I had a bow tie. A bow tie on. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll throw the picture in there, just yeah. in case you didn't get a same <laughs> Sunday. I had, some, <laughs> I had some suspenders I was going to wear. Yeah. But every time I'd throw like my guitar strap over my head, it would flip the suspender. I don't think I had them on there right or tight enough or something. I don't know, but <laughs> they kept flipping off and like flinging if at my you've face. you got your suspenders hanging down in a... In a um, a guitar string break at the same time that would that'd be rough for it Easter. would be you know yeah. usually something like that happens on easter but uh, yeah i was careful oh. this year i even put a backup you see i put a backup guitar up there yeah. i was like man yeah. i better be careful we got a long we got a long day to be yeah. changing yeah. strings real fast but um so you want to pray us in yep all right lord you're good we're thankful for that empty tomb thank Amen. you for just a, a good weekend a good day of on sunday to to worship you and uh, lots of our folks coming back and some new people and and uh, being able to, to baptize some young ladies, we thank you for that. And uh, Lord, you're just you're good. And I pray you'd bless this time, bless those listening today. And uh, we're just thankful for the cross and and the empty tomb and uh, your love for us. And I pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I will preface this conversation with something that I was thinking about while you were preaching. I had an entire eight week class uh, when I was getting my bachelor degree. <clears throat> on the fact that the gospel message is too focused around the crucifixion and not so much the supernatural resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that that that's a part of the story that seems like culture doesn't want to focus on because it's too hard to explain. That's 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 kind of what the premise of the class was. So we spent eight weeks kind of dissecting that. Yeah. So as you were preaching, I was kind of thinking about that class and uh why don't you why don't you talk about it and, yeah. and I mean, why is that hard for a, a non? Yeah. I mean, is it just because it's, I mean. Well, you know, just a couple of things. I'd, one thing I'd add is that the gospel writers don't go into a lot of depth on the actual crucifixion. And, uh, you know, we we watch The Passion of the Christ and we see how graphic it is. Uh, I think the gospel writers just assume that you, that the, their hearers understood what crucifixion was right. and how, and how bad, bad it was. was. And they, I don't think they want them, all the focus to be on the physical aspect of it, although it was horrendous. Uh, but 
to highlight the. Well, well, I mean, the highlight of the gospel is that he was resurrected from the dead, and he beat, he beat death so that we yeah, yeah. could be saved. So he propitiated our sins. He paid the there wrath and died and was buried. And yeah, had had he not been raised again, he he would have been like everybody else. He, right. he died, and that right. was the end of the story. And death. Uh, was victorious over him, and so the the resurrection is so significant to us because it you know it it fulfills scriptures. You know the psalmist said his body won't see corruption. It didn't. He he arose. It verifies that Jesus was the Son of God uh, because no mere man can lay down his life and take it back up again. And I mentioned you know some people say well I believe in Jesus, but I just I don't know about that him being divine or or god and and just say no man can <laughs> raise yourself back to life no no one's ever right. done that right. and so you got to be god to do that mm-hmm. and uh, jesus said i lay it down i have the authority to do that i have the authority to take it up again i've been given up by the father and so it verifies that it, it promises us eternal life because jesus has victory over death right. and the grave and sin and uh, we see that the, he is the resurrection and the life and uh I mean, and it, it was interesting. Like I said, it's an interesting class, and it's kind of an interesting way to look at it because when I, when when you talk to someone, and I told you I was going to sidetrack you, by the way. But, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, when you talk to someone, I, I I catch myself putting the emphasis: Jesus died. Yeah. For you. Well, more importantly, you know, the most important part of the death, burial, and resurrection is the fact that he was resurrected. That that's the, that's the God part. I mean. All of it was the God part. He lived a sinless life. He, he obeyed every law, but yeah. you know, which is all an important part of his ministry. But the but the big deal, yeah, was what we celebrate on Easter. And that's why I always say it's it's our as a Christian that should be our biggest holiday. Yeah. That's the big de- that's the big yeah. deal. The big yeah. dance. Yeah, and and you know, I wouldn't necessarily separate them out. Maybe. Right, it's all part of the the work of salvation. Right, death, burial, resurrection. First Corinthians fifteen. Mm-hmm. These are first importance. Christ died according to the scriptures. He was buried on the third day. He rose again in accordance with scripture. And so, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, uh, but apart from the resurrection, we're still in our sin. You know, First Corinthians fifteen. Right. Um, it's not good if Jesus was still in the tomb. And uh, and uh, but Christ has been raised. And yes. We're not in our sins through faith in Christ. We've been forgiven, and we have this inheritance. And uh, I mean, all that, all the riches that we have in Christ is all contingent upon that empty tomb and the right. resurrection. Right. So, so talk to us about about the message Sunday. I mean, you, yeah, we, you know, we it was awesome. We focus on the resurrection. That's what we do on on Sunday. Yeah. So we talked about the the women responses, mm-hmm. the women's response. They were the first one to go there, and just a little bit of the humorous part was, you know, they saw the way. Uh, Nick, uh, jo- uh, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus handled the body. And I, and I said, you know, they might have went for uh, quantity instead of quality. They right. got 75 pounds. Of, that sure? seems like a lot. Right. I mean, 75 pounds of anything. But uh, but it says that they, they saw how they had uh, prepared the body. And then they went and prepared the spices. And, and, of course, it was Sabbath, and so they couldn't do anything. But but first thing Sunday morning, they, they were really – they wanted to make sure Jesus' body was – Taken care of. Yeah. Right. And And – you know, they, they wanted to give him his best, even though he was dead. Mm-hmm. And you might think, well, you know, 
he ain't never going to know it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes that's, a, but but it was really important for them to prepare the body right. And so they get up early, they're going, the, the tomb is empty. I mean, the stone has been rolled away. The tomb is empty. The angels show up and say, why do you seek to live among the dead? He's not here. He's risen. Just like he said. That's just my like favorite said, part. That's my favorite yeah. part of that verse. Where he just said, just, you know, why do you seek to live among the dead? He's He's risen. He's not here. Yeah. Just like he said. Just like he said. Yeah. And then verse 8 says that they, oh, they, oh yeah, he did say that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the, they didn't get it. The disciples didn't get it. Right. They run to go tell Peter and the, the others. And then, uh, you know, they don't believe that. And they got it. They run to go check it out. Yeah, Peter got passed up. Got passed up by John. Slow. Yeah. 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 John. In all fairness, John's younger. Probably. Yeah. 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 It seems like. John's younger and faster than <laughs> Peter's. Peter's spent a lot of time on the boat. Yeah, he has. So, uh, what was the what was the big? I mean, there's a major theological reason you said that why the angels appeared to the to the ladies first because you know normally sometimes ladies get passed up in 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 this in description. So, what was that? Yeah, they were the first ones there, <laughs> and uh, you know the early bird gets the worm. Well, That's right. you know they and again, the, Jesus treated women with great respect, and we we read lot. You know, they're there at the cross. Right. Uh, they're there following him to the tomb they're there first thing on sunday morning and uh they loved him and he loved them and uh and but he you know they find out first right. yeah and you know women at the time weren't uh you, you know they couldn't even testify in law right uh, in the courts uh they weren't given up but jesus exalted them and uh and of course what a privilege it would be to be the first to realize that that jesus is risen and get to go uh tell that message to Can you <laughs> Could you imagine coming back to the where the disciples were sitting and going, guys, listen, <laughs> we got to tell you, we, yeah, we, we got to tell you something. Uh, we got over there and there was it was empty, and there was two angels sitting out front. Yeah, and uh, I, I just happened to be listening to uh, Alistair Begg this morning, and he was he's been talking about these two uh, guys on the road to Emmaus, right? And when Jesus reveals Himself, uh, that they immediately go back to Jerusalem. You know that seven miles or whatever yep. to they're going to tell the disciples and uh, they found the eleven and those with them gathered who said the Lord has truly been raised and so they're all excited <laughs> they, they think they're going to get to tell him tell the and disciples all, they and are they, like yeah we already and they knew. said hey do you don't know the Lord's been and they're like we've just been traveling through the well, night say we just ate lunch with him I mean you could <laughs> yeah but but uh, he was talking about wonder what kind of met, you know how they was who's who gets to tell them and right. how we're going to tell them and uh, and the disciples just kind of. Hey, did y'all know the Lord? <laughs> oh, Cleopas and his and his companion. Yeah, yeah, we had so, lunch with them, but anyway, yeah, we were just eating with him. Yeah, yeah, and just just the ramifications of that, and in in kind of uh, what's what's our response to the resurrection, and and some deny it, some some right. believe well it wasn't really a physical resurrection, and all, all kind. Of, I mean, there are some people that deny all the miracles, and uh, we're talking about that class, and we talked about. Rome, the Roman guard, they, I mean, they looked for him. They yeah. were like, something's happened. Somebody's taking this thing and yeah. somebody's doing something with this. So they looked and they tried to figure out and they brought yeah. the guard in like, are you sure? Yeah. Well, they were sure because they didn't want that to get out. This guy had been, right. you know what I mean? That, that It was important for them uh, socially yeah. to kind of keep this quiet, like this you know, this guy's. This is the guy that said, "Just like Jonah in the belly of the fish for three days, I'll rise again." And you know, 
you uh, tear down the temple and I'll rebuild it in three days. This guy's been talking about this. We've got to do something because somebody, you know, and I, I'm sure it was hard for them to believe, but they didn't want this to get out to the to yeah. all the Jewish people. Yeah, would. they would have found the body, right? If, if it had, right? And and you know, some the, the Jews wanted to say the disciples tell them that the disciples the disciples were scared to death. Yeah, they're locked in a room, fearful for their life. They they weren't trying to. Right. And no one expect. I mean, the ladies expected the body to be there. The disciples expected the body to be there, and so uh, it, it wasn't as if they had any role to do that. <laughs> some of the some of the theories that you gave. Cut one of the, the a couple of what well, I had heard before, but uh, the one where the guy hanging with him was some sort of doctor. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the first time I'd heard heard of that theory that they were. Uh, I have so many questions about <laughs> one of them was a doctor and he sometimes had, had medicine and he, where'd he put it? it? Yeah. And somehow he, he got in the same burial place and, uh, he gave Jesus some medicine and, uh, it got reoriented and th- those are silly. What kind of medicine did they have back then? <laughs> that if you stab a guy in his side and water pours out, it's yeah. going to bring him back to life. Yeah. That's an interesting I don't know where, where she come up with that yet. I mean, <laughs> they weren't buried together. And right. Well, no, I mean, you just... Their legs were broken. Yeah. They had no medicine. I was like, where are you going to put medicine? <laughs> I'm, <worried. laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just... I was thinking about... If you know anything about crucifixion, there's really no place to put any of that stuff. Yeah, must so, have had an inside connection. Maybe Barabbas brought it to the tomb. You think so? Well, they let him out. So, <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete's man, that's a crazy one. But I mean, it's so you know, it's it, it's one of those things. You know, we and before we were we started, I told you I was going to try to trip you up with some of the reliability of some of the stories in the gospel, which which we can talk about, or which I think is one hundred percent reliable. Yeah. Um, but you know, you think about um, some of the things we always, as human beings, even as sometimes some of us as believers, we want to give a physical explanation. explanation for something that is you that doesn't have a, 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 it's supernatural you can't yeah. do it right i can't explain away a miracle cuz well there was an earthquake at this time and the sun aligned with this god doesn't need that yeah. he just does it because yeah. he's god right and the, but yeah i mean jesus i mean he fed 5000 <laughs> right he raised lazarus from the dead right he cast out demons he gave sight to the blind i mean all those those are miracles and uh same way with with his resurrection, it was. Uh, What's in- the Father raised him. What's interesting is that <clears throat> you know, you're, and you talk to some. I mean, I'm, you just talk to people. What makes some of Jesus's miracles more believable than than the others? Right. Yeah. And and I think from just just looking at it from a purely secular point of view. Some of these things, miracles still happen. I mean, you know, people get miraculously cured from things and, and things like that. But coming back from the dead, I think, is is just yeah the epitome of that. You know, there's got to be some sort of physical. Well, there is no physical explanation for yeah. Christ is God, and He God gave Him assurance by right. raising Him from the dead. Right, and uh, and so we can stand on that. And like you said, if if there had been a body somewhere, they'd have found it. Heck yeah, you can imagine how many hours they spent trying to. Find that, and you got uh, the guards that say, "Well, all I know is these angels showed up, and the stone was rolled away." And I would be interested in, and again, this is probably this is not something that you would find in, in a script. You'd have to look some kind of historical record of how many crucifixions they had. 
was it did they do them on a weekly basis did they do them on a monthly basis because i wouldn't imagine this is just what i would think this isn't something that they were doing every day people no. weren't lining the streets and watching these people carry these crosses up this giant hill you know yeah. up to galgotha or galgotha every every other day right. right so you wouldn't think it would be too hard to track down three guys that you yeah or one of the three guys you know especially when you've got a rich a, a wealthier guy saying he can have my tomb put yeah. this giant rock in front of it and nobody can move it yeah oh well you know one of the uh the theories is they went to the wrong tomb i mean <laughs> they if they had went to the wrong tomb they'd have found the right one mm. well yeah <laughs> i mean somebody would said oh, oh i got it you all went to the wrong tomb let me go show you where he's really at okay <laughs> that didn't happen i mean how do they explain it was empty <laughs> empty explain okay i'll give you i will say wrong too how do you explain those angels standing yeah. out in front yeah but bottom line is faith is yes. is is believing what you don't see yeah and uh you know thomas said i gotta i gotta touch it i gotta yeah. touch the scars and and uh jesus said blessed are you who believe without seeing right and uh we haven't seen jesus but we we've put all of our life believing that, that he is the lord the resurrected lord died for my sins and uh you know i, I believe it from my heart so that's what I, me too that's yeah absolutely absolutely yeah yeah i you know but some people always uh, i need more evidence well somebody raised themselves from the dead and you don't believe it you know well and from the mouth of jesus those who see you still won't believe yeah y you, know, you know i mean lazarus wanted to come back and, and uh the the rich guy wanted to go back and tell us and and he said, if they don't believe yeah. somebody, you know, right. they're not going to believe someone comes from the, back from the dead, which Jesus did. Right. So, so um, Tom Spilly asked a question. I think it ties kind of into this. He said he is interested in hearing a little bit more. Uh, it was on his comment about um, the three days, the Thursday to Sunday as opposed to Friday. And, 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 and I'll, I'll start. You can probably talk way more about this. I will start. Only The only thing that I think of is that directly from Jesus's mouth was tear the temple down and I'll rebuild it in three days. Just as, as if Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days, the son of man will. So just from his mouth is, yeah. is, is really why I believe it was possibly a Thursday to a Sunday because like again, Saturday was the Sabbath. Um, yeah. There, so if, if, if a holy day fell on a Sabbath then they would have a, they would have two Sabbaths back to back. And uh, I think in the year 30, when Jesus died, that Sabbath fell on a, a Friday. And so uh, if you take that prophecy in Daniel about the 69 years plus the seventh year, and you do all the math from the time that uh, King Artaxerxes lets Nehemiah go back, you, you come to, you know, Nisan 12 of 30, which, uh, anyway, it's a, it's a long story. <laughs> And so, you know, you don't want to get too distracted in your preaching because uh, most people believe that Jesus died on a Friday. But there is a number of reasons why you could believe that he was on a th I mean, right. what you just said is, is one reason. Yeah. Sometimes in the script, in the NIV and some other ones, they say Friday. Yes. But it's not based on an interpretation of the word. Right. It's based on. Well, preparation day has to be Friday if if Saturday Sabbath, and so right. they just translate that to Friday. But if there's two Sabbaths back to back, which I believe it was then, then preparation day would be Friday, and then 
fixing would be Thursday. Right. And uh, and they wouldn't have done, they wouldn't, in the Jewish religion, they would not have touched at that dead body, even though it was Jesus' dead body. They would not have touched it Friday or Saturday. They would have waited till Sunday morning. Yes. And uh, I, I forgot about Tom's question, but there is a place in Matthew where Sabbath is, is in the plural. Right. And, I'll uh, put you on the spot, and I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, I'm going to find that. And uh, <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll talk about some other things while you look for it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I think there's too much reference to three days, right, especially from Jesus himself. And, and even if you look at it's you know King James versions, and you get into the yeah King James versions came from this set of documents and NIB and all these came yeah. from this set of documents. It doesn't matter which one of those those translations you look at. It Jesus says three days, yeah, a couple times. And, now, and, and in fairness to those who would hold to a Friday, they yeah. would say that the Jews reckon any part of the day is a day, and so they they would say, well, if it was at all on. Friday, then they would recognize that as one day, and and then Saturday is one day, and Sunday is one day. We really had the problem of three days and three nights, as Jonah was in the belly of the mill three days and three nights. You you don't have three nights. Right. If you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And again, you know what I think? Ultimately, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. If if we believe that Christ was buried, or uh, crucified, buried, and resurrected. Right. Right. It, and and it, I got news for you. It, it, from from my standpoint, it wouldn't matter if he did it in half an hour. Yeah. If he came back from the dead, he came back yeah. from the dead. And and a little bit of the problem is Jews reckon the day to start at six p.m. Right. Which that makes it a little bit different for us because right. to us that's that starts night at you know right. at midnight that's night. Right. For them, the day started at six p.m. and so there there is some discrepancy there in the way we talk about days and nights and yes. and so we can acknowledge that and uh, if 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 it was Friday and I get to heaven, I'm I'm like well, duh, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, right. To me, I I think three days and three nights, but uh, and th- th- it's a lot deeper than that, and uh, and so we c- we could have a deeper discussion on it. Sure, but I I try not to uh, in preaching. I don't want to confuse people with that argument right. in the midst of you missed the message because you're trying to think, well, I never heard of that before. And, uh, yeah. So. I, you know, I don't think, I mean, Good Friday is Good Friday to me. I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to, um, I'm going to give some reverence to the fact that that's the, the day yeah. we believe that Christ, you know, was sure. hanging on that cross for me and you and yep. everybody else. So, you know, I don't think that's important. I mean, I, I celebrate Jesus's birth on Christmas day. Yeah, and you know Christmas Eve, but but sure. probably wasn't December. Absolutely. You know, whatever. Absolutely, um, the tomb is empty, and uh, Jesus has risen, and uh, we can be saved, and uh, that's what matters. That's right. It probably wouldn't hurt to celebrate that every single day. Every every Sunday should be Easter for you sure. Kidding. Resurrection Day, and, you and that's why we worship on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day, the Resurrection Day, and uh, we want to celebrate it every every Sunday. Oh. Yeah, I thought. Uh, well, and I mean, you know, we had three services this week, and I thought all of them were great. Yeah, it was good. Got some baptisms in a couple, and some kids singing, and yeah, it was yeah. good. Lots of some folks. That was the first time back, and yep, great to see them. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Just a good spirit yesterday and <laughs> or Sunday. Yeah, and uh, not out in the parking lot this year. I was able to see each other, and uh, this is a good time. It was, and you know, people they they wanted to see each other. Yeah. There was, yeah. We kind of had a 
get everybody out so we could sanitize yeah. and then get everybody in and then get everybody out and get everybody in. And It's kind of funny because it went so, you know, for us on the team, it seemed like it went so quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, we uh, we got there pretty early and, and got the first service. And I remember we walked out at the first service and Josh went, holy cow, a lot of people. I thought it was a bunch of people at the 8 o'clock service, yeah. which was awesome. Our folks did a great job did. coming out early. They really did. Yeah. They really it was did. Good. I, I didn't think we'd have... 50, 75 people at our first service. I didn't, I, you know, yeah. I didn't, I figured maybe, maybe 80, 90, there was a bunch. 76, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was. And, uh, yeah, it was good. So, and I, I heard from a lot of churches that their attendance was good. Was and, it good? Uh, good. I mean, that's good. really positive and, uh, not everybody, but, but a lot of, a lot of people felt comfortable coming back. And, and I think that Easter might've been the day that a lot of people had kind of said, I'm gonna get my vaccines yeah. and I'll be ready for Easter. And, uh, and so we praise the Lord. Uh, I mean, we should celebrate that day. And we, we'd love for people who came to come back this week. Uh, you, you know, the week after is kind of a disappointment sometimes because yeah. you think, man, man I think, 638 <laughs> last week. And Well, I always think about how cool everybody looks. Everybody's yeah. all dressed. And so I saw suits and I saw dresses and, you know, hats and yeah. all sorts of cool stuff. And I mean, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm not old school to think that I want to see that every single week. But it was kind of neat, you know, everybody dressed yeah. up and wearing ties and and you know, looking good with the family, getting pictures and everything yeah. else, which is pretty neat. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we get well. Let's go. Do you want to touch on anything else that you preached on um, Sunday? We're gonna talk. I'll talk about some other stuff no, that's think, going on. I think uh, just the just the <laughs> the resurrection is. Uh, I mean, it's always fun to preach on Easter. Uh, you, you you don't. You, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, the thing is, the tomb was empty, right. and you celebrated, and you can look at it from different perspectives and that kind of. Uh, but uh, and there have been times where I've preached a little bit different thing on Easter, but uh, it's hard not to get to the resurrection and really just spend some time on how important it's that important to us that we, you know, we could preach on that the same thing every Easter, and it, it would be important. What's your favorite Easter gospel? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I've done John and Luke both. Uh, I, I like Luke twenty four where they go there and. Oh, uh, I like John. I, we, but yeah, I, but that's not fair because I like John a lot because the writing I like better. Yeah, yeah. He he writes I think more kind of artistically about things and his Passion Week is yeah uh, about forty seven pages longer than all the other gospels. Yeah, so. you know the majority of the gospels this is the last week, right, uh, of of Jesus's life, yeah. and it's that important, and so it's that's just good. <laughs> I I really enjoyed this whole just looking at different aspects of Jesus, and and we could do a lot more of them, right. but but uh, the risen Lord is as good as it gets. Yeah, so let me ask you this: Let's talk about. Um, well, we'll talk about a couple other things. We've got a little bit of time. Talk to me about uh, gospel to every home. Yeah, so uh, Kentucky Baptists are kind of have an initiative. We we'd like to take a gospel track and some information about the gospel to every home. One point seven million in Kentucky, and uh, we we want to take the gospel to the end of the earth. We've got to start at home, and so uh, we're going to join that effort, and we're going to try to at least maybe get three miles around the church, like eight thousand some houses. And we're going to start prayer this Sunday. Forty days of prayer. Going to have some evangelistic sermons. Uh, some evangelistic teachings in our our Bible study groups, uh, identifying streets and roads, and and uh, this summer I, I hope that we'll be like summer missionaries, 
and uh, we'll put the tracks together in these little packets and uh, try to come up with a strategy on how to, to get our folks to get to those homes. And I'm going to do some evangelism training so that if you, you, you encounter someone, you feel comfortable talking to them about the gospel. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of an initiative, but it's really something we should be doing all the time is taking the gospel to our to our neighbors. And, uh, you know, the church churches in general used to do a lot more evangelism, door-to-door, you name it. And uh, they decided door to door don't really work that good because people are a little more isolated. But we didn't replace it a lot of times with another strategy. We just we just said, well, we don't let think that don't work anymore. So we we quit and we we quit taking the gospel like we should. And so uh, we we need to be equipped in the gospel and then go and be intentional. And uh, you know, I think people expect the church to show up every now and then. Yeah, you know, if you believe something, if you if we believe that that tomb was empty. And we believe that it, he's the way to eternal life. Then shame on us if we don't go share that with our neighbors. Uh, you know, I I think about that sometimes. I'm, I, th- I used to think about, you know, when I was a kid, of course, we, I lived in a smaller community. So everybody kind of knew that our parents were involved in church, you know, that we were involved in church. But you you run into groups of people that would be out in Florence that would be handing out water. Yeah. They'd say, "Hey, here's one. Some Jesus Christ loves you, and here's some water." It's yeah. like, "Well, okay, I'll, you know, yeah. walking along." And you just it kind of just stopped. Yeah. You know, churches kind of just stopped doing that. And I thought, "Well, not, I mean, that's kind of weird." Yeah, but um, yeah, you know, and, and, or you get tracks at a. I'd get handed a track every once in a while at a um a grocery store. Yeah, some guy out in front of it. You know, a grocery. Would, yeah. Especially when Flicks was up here, yeah. there was a guy out there quite a bit. And, we're definitely I'd, not as evangelistic as, weird. as the church used to be. Yeah. And and if we, I mean, if we had the cure to cancer, we'd want everybody to know. Well, and the, and the amount of people, you know, I mean, you look at it just from a logistics standpoint. I mean, we've got, what, the largest Amazon hub in the world going in, you know, right in our back door. Yeah. There's probably going to be some people moving in. And some of those people might not know about Jesus. Yeah. A lot of people. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start off with prayer this Sunday and pray for 40 days and, uh, and then Try to have a strategy to, to get that out there. So sounds good. Uh, what about men's and women's discipleship training and yeah, it's all going that good. stuff. We're doing things going well. Sunday mornings, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. Yes. Now that was off this week. No, still going. Oh yeah, the Sunday morning ones. Yeah, was off. yeah. but the Wednesday is going to be going. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. And what else? We got all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Well, stuff going uh, calendar. Of course, spring break coming this coming uh, weekend. Uh, so we got some people probably traveling. Yeah. Our students are going to be traveling a little bit, and uh, but uh, it's so good to see people coming back and feeling comfortable. And uh, I mean that was encouraging. It was. Uh, I mean I could start naming people that hadn't seen, <laughs> before, but it was just it's encouraging and yeah. just kind of see people coming back. And uh, yeah. Dad sang with me today at Friends and Neighbors. That was awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. We uh, that was a good time. I'm glad that he felt like doing it. I kind of feel bad a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because when I asked him to do it, he kind of ho- him him hauled around about it and was like, I don't really know. And I, I kind of fibbed to him. I told him, I was like, well, I already told him you'd be there. So <laughs> I kind of pressured him into it. He did good. He did really good. He did really good. They, they enjoyed that. I did. I enjoyed it yeah. too. It was, I always enjoy I always enjoy singing with him. So he's probably my favorite singing partner, I think. I would say that's probably. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> it was good. But we, the, we uh, had, like he said, three baptisms Sunday. We got yeah. a few more. Coming a few up. more, yep. and uh, some people, I think, are maybe close to. Oh, well, I hope trusting so. in the Lord, yep. and uh, it's exciting to see a harvest out there. And I'm impatient. Yeah, I got to be careful not to. 
Well, today's the day of salvation. That's right. Try to tell people today. Don't don't put that off. But um, the Lord is long suffering. That's fact. But don't put it off. And Tom, our number one commenter, is getting his knee operated on. So, probably Tom, we'll be praying for you. Yep. When when is that? I don't know if we're supposed to say. The ninth, I think. Okay. What we said. Anyway, whether we're supposed to or not. Friday. <laughs> yeah, we'll just tell him he's he's doing that. But I think he's going to be back to work Monday, maybe. <laughs> he, it wouldn't surprise me. He'll it try. wouldn't surprise me he'd be back in there pretty soon. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to hit on? or? No, I think that's good. I'll tell you what. I, I hope that everybody from here on out sings like they sang. Not us. Yeah. Because we're... Y'all Average sounded, at best, but it, it was good singing. Sunday. Congregation sang really, really loudly, and that was it was good. You don't, you know, yeah. I can't, you can't, I can't hear hear it back without kind of smiling, and it gets me kind of smiling. It messed me up a couple of times because I was just kind of enjoying it. But, yeah, but uh, I there's something really special awesome. about having a room full. And there is, there is singing praises to the Lord on Easter morning. That's a fact. That's a fact. And the team always does, did real well, and they yeah. stuck it out all. All three services, so they did really good. They did good. They're really good. Pray for us, brother. I will. Lord, we just thank you so much for this time, and we thank you for just the the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus, Lord. It's it's the foundation of 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 what we get to do here at this church, and 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 we want just everybody around us to know that this is what that, that Christ did for them because He did it for us, and and we just love it so much, Lord. We love what you're doing at our church, and we just ask you to um, help us to just maintain what you're giving us and do the work like you would want us to do. And everything that we do to glorify you, Lord, we thank you for the baptisms this week and, and for the people who are coming to know you. Lord, we know that that's nothing that we're doing, but we get to enjoy it. And we thank you so much for that. Lord, we just ask that you look over those in our congregation, in our community who um, are going through a cancer diagnosis and, and, operations and, and are sick and recovering and COVID is still a real thing, Lord. So we just ask you to put your hand in each on each of them and, and, and come into each of those situations. And again, we just thank you for your son, Jesus. And in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Good job, dude. Good job.